Managed Participants is a web show and podcast featuring a group of talented people sharing their stories and art during a Zoom party. Watch it on Half Fast TV on YouTube or listen to it wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Listen Local Radio. Made possible with support from our sponsors and subscribers. Become one today for as little as two bucks a month at patreon.com slash listen local radio. Enjoy the show. Hi, beautiful people. It's Catherine Beeks from Listen Local Radio with episode two of Manage Participants. If you are listening to the show, don't forget you can watch the video and see everybody's beautiful faces on youtube.com slash Catherine Beeks. That's Half Fast TV, and there's a lot to watch there, so make yourself comfy. On the show today, six very creative and talented and super nice people. One of them is transmitting from deep in the desert. And so the audio is a little spotty. I will add some subtitles if needed. Everyone, please put your hands together and welcome the guests to the show. All right. Welcome, everybody. It is episode two of Manage Participants. All right. Let's just go around really quick and each of you tell us who you are, where you're from and what you do. Unison, let's start off with you, Sugar. All right. Well, thank you so much, Catherine, for having me here. My name is Unison and I'm down in San Diego and I am the host, hostess of the San Diego Songwriters Book Club. So it's this really awesome, very inclusive club where all you have to do is like to read, get inspiration from the book that we're doing, and then you write a song inspired by that book. Then we come to my house and we share our songs and we um, talk about the book and we are just celebrating our seventh anniversary of doing this. So it's just been amazing. And um, um, I'm gonna say I'm like a song doula because um, I've helped birth over, we've done like over 30 um, books in this last seven years. And you know, however many people did those songs. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a song writing doula. I love that. that. (laughs) And I'm also, um, I'm also an organizer, a professional organizer. So um, go goddess organizing and I help people create space for happiness and, and open up their space and schedule for more creativity. I love it. You're amazing. And you're also a singer songwriter. Oh, that's true too. (laughs) I mean, you have, there are many other things besides those three, but those three, we will focus on uh, this this series. All right. Happy Ron, you're next. I'm happy Ron. I'm a full-time songwriter. I retired a year ago and I'm getting back into songwriting. I took a little break for six months to get a, a new girlfriend and a new dog. So I've written two, my first two songs in six months. One's about my new girlfriend. One's about my new dog. So what, what more do you need? Uh, one's, one's called We Don't Do Too Bad. And the other one's called I Just Want to Hang the Scooter. So I write songs about trying to be, not necessarily about being happy, about trying to, trying to become happier in a world that's not always easy. Well, thank you. Um, I'm Corey Feynman. I live in uh, San Diego also. Um, and I am a <clears throat> former songwriter, though I still try my hand once in a while. But the main thing I do these days is all right, I've written a series of mystery novels that are all set in San Diego. And the um, main character is a guitar playing detective named Raleigh Waters. And he's, he's I call him a recovering kind of guitar player. And he's kind of amateur, but he gets himself involved in all sorts of things that all take place in and around San Diego. So it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I've got four of them out there. The last one was this one, Ballast Point Breakdown. And uh, to, as you might guess, if you know San Diego, it takes place over in Point Loma and Ocean Beach area. And uh, the nice thing is I get to put in a lot of my, my days playing around San Diego, playing in bands around San Diego. I get to fit that into a lot of the books. So this one has them playing at Winston's in Ocean Beach, if anybody knows that club. <laughs> yes, we do. So awesome, Corey. I love it. I got my copy and I can't wait to dive in and get to know Raleigh and all that. Oh my God. I'm so super excited. So thank you for sending me that. You bet. Um, And I love how the universe always puts these shows together, you know, unison having a book club and you being an author. I love that. So anyway, Julia, will you please introduce yourself? Tell us where you're from, what you do. 
For sure. My name is Julia Sage, and I'm from San Diego now, I guess. After 22 years, I consider myself a San Diego. Um, originally from Chile. I'm a songwriter, artist, and photographer, and performer. And I have a band called Julia Sage and the Bad Hombres. And I also perform as a duo with Matthew Stracota and as a solo artist. So we just got a new album out, finally. Took us three years to finish this thing because of COVID, because of money, because of having to practice and play, <laughs> all of that. I have plenty of songs to uh, record, just not the, the time and all that right now, but we'll be putting more stuff out. <laughs> cool. I will ask you more about that uh, later in the show because I have a lot of questions. Excited for you. Joseph awesome. Barrett, welcome to the show. Um, I'm Joe Barrett from Nashville, Tennessee. My uh, first job was uh, working for June Carter Cash uh, back in the way back in the day. I've been out here since um, 1982. I came out here with Dolly Parton's nephew, who had a uh, kind of a punk rock band, and uh, we came out for the summer. We're going to make it famous in the summer. Summer came to an end, and I'm not sure what happened, but we weren't famous. Still trying to figure that out. So the rest of the band went back to Nashville and I stayed. I had met a young lady, so I stayed and that was 40 years ago this April. Um, I've been in the desert for almost seven years uh, from LA. And I moved up here because I was diagnosed with um, secondary progressive multiple sclerosis in 2013 and um, I had to leave my uh, career in the film industry because I couldn't work anymore and I couldn't afford to live in LA anymore so I came to the high desert which was cheap when I came here but it seems I've gotten a lot more expensive lately um, and um, I'm a photographer and a videographer and um, um, I'm a teacher in a sense with filmmaking. I try to teach young people how to do filmmaking or how they want to do filmmaking. And um, I'm that kind of an activist, disabled activist. I try, I try to be a squeaky wheel for the disabled community. Um, and that's about it. I'm Thank glad you, to be here. Grant Bentley, welcome to the show. Tell us welcome. all about you. Hey, thanks, uh, Catherine. It's great to be here, as I say more beaks more better so uh everything that i've enjoyed about san diego is centered around the meetup that i met cliff keller and and catherine and a lot of other folks that i enjoy playing with uh julia sage you remind me of isabel allende i mean that beautiful strength uh feminine perspective pinochet i mean the whole thing is I'm very aware of the strength that you bring, so I am looking forward to hearing more of, of your songs. And uh, Mr. Barrett, I think he took an amazing picture of me at the uh, Wonder Valley Confab, and uh, you know I, I look pretty good in a beanie, thanks to him. So, um, okay. you know, I see that there's quality and there's passion all around me. That's, That's really the essence of being a supported songwriter. Uh, I've been doing this gig, you know, as a side hustle, probably I picked up a guitar at 10 and really started writing songs after college and, you know, I tried to do the, since I'm a Gemini, I tried to do the uh, uh, work for a living primary gig to make sure that I could take care of my family, but uh, music has always been this sort of muse for me. And it, it continues. I started in the Bay Area and I moved to Bishop High Desert. I was there for eight years. So I, I know what it's like to be a high desert denizen. And then uh, my wife got a nice biotech job and uh, we've been in San Diego for about seven or eight years. Um, I'm working on my time zone song right here. So uh, there's always something going on in my mind that unlocks when I pick up a guitar and just let the melody flow. When I saw the Get Back documentary, I saw Paul McCartney just throwing words together with a groove that he liked. And that's the way I do it. I and mean, that's what happens. It, 
it gives me the license to express when the music unlocks the feelings in your heart. I've seen Happy Ron just take it right down to its stripped down essential and he just speaks truth every time he speaks. So this is what I'm about is doing it together. Um, what I do for a living is uh, I'm kind of part-time with a, with a marketing agency here in San Diego uh, based on doing it for 30 years at Hewlett Packard. So I do high tech and, and you know internet marketing type stuff. But I'm also working with a new entity called blackowned.com that is working on career development for black professionals and came out of the George Floyd uh, milestone. You know, MLK spoke words about creating tension in the streets through nonviolent action 40 years ago. And we're still dealing with wealth and generational economic gap issues in America. And I just feel like maybe I can do something by bringing my marketing expertise as an ally to blackowned.com. So uh, we've got a, a website, it's basically a black LinkedIn is the best way I can describe it. And uh, it's kind of like if companies wanna work on diversity, what do they go to LinkedIn to find black talent? No, they go to black, black talent community, which is black, uh, blackowned.com, one of the properties there. So I'm, I'm just really thrilled to give something back to what I believe in. And um, being a songwriter is really something that I'll always have. I really think my voice is stronger than my voice than my guitar playing. People have said that, and when I when I hear my recordings, I think, you know, I it took me a long time to get used to my voice, but now that I know what it is and what it's trying to portray, I, I'm okay with it. I'm I'm comfortable with that. I think everybody has to go through that, and and now it's just a matter of trying to get closer to speaking the truth. I saw Jackson Brown and James Taylor when they came to San Diego and me and Arena, I felt I was in their, you know, family room and they're just both of them. I mean, Jackson plays piano too, but them and a guitar, I mean, that's, they, those guys have always been with me. And uh, now I feel like even though I can't touch them, I can touch all of you on a regular basis. And so, it comes from the same mother load, you know, that's what it is. I love it. So that's, that's me. Grant, I love you. All right. So nice to meet everybody. I have such awesome friends. All right. So I asked you guys if you would share with us a video, something uh, that you're working on, something you want to promote, something that says something about you. And so why don't you set that up? What video did you bring for us? Unison? All right. Yeah. Well, like I said, in book club, we all read the same book. And this year, the you can see my screen behind me. These are the books that we read um, this past year. And On Earth, We're Briefly Gorgeous. I think it's right here. Yes. On Earth, We're Briefly Gorgeous. Um, Ocean Fong was, um, was a beautiful piece that was um, like every line felt like poetry. But what I absolutely love about book club is no matter how long the story is, every single songwriter is inspired in a different way. I mean, we once read a book of short stories and three of us read the same short story that was two thirds of one page and wrote three different, completely, completely different songs. But this, um, this song that, I'm, that I shared, yeah, it's from the book On Earth, We're Briefly Gorgeous. So enjoy. How can you be all my happy and be the keeper Slipped right through my fingers Our memories become ghosts I'll wait for you to haunt me Hello, Trevor Babe, I'm broken, broken Losing you broke me into Broken, broken How did losing someone make more of you why did losing you break me into that was beautiful where can we hear the whole song unison do you have it posted somewhere i hate to cut off such beauty yeah <laughs> maybe on my facebook page or my youtube I'll, I'll i'll make that uh i'll make that a priority to put it on a youtube page for good. you good 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 <laughs> awesome all right happy ron what are you sharing with us today 
Well, many years ago, I wrote a song went like this: "Always wanted love." It was literally called "Love." And I met this woman named Catherine Beeks, and she had this thing called the game where you pick a title, and the title was "Lost Art." I said, "Lost Art of Love" sounds much better and, and much less bizarre. So I <laughs> first version of it and then I decided I was going to tweak it right as COVID started 250 hours later of record uh, writing rewriting recording five versions and a video I produced this video so this video is about the video and songs about 300 hours work probably the most I've ever put into a single song and it's paying off because lots of people are now covering this song so I'm very blessed awesome let's check it out Such a great video, and you can see the whole thing at YouTube. Happy Ron, Happy Ron, one word on YouTube. Okay, awesome. Thanks, Happy Ron. And Corey, what did you bring us? Uh, I brought a promotional video I did for my um, third book, which is called Desert City Diva, and it's kind of just a it's it's a fairly simple video compared to Ron's, I'm sure, um, but uh, it kind of gives you the story that's going on, kind of a teaser kind of thing. Um, and it was fun because I also did the music that's in the background. Um, we also did a, a podcast that dramatized the book um, and I wrote some music for that. So that, that's where that comes from. forward to reading my desert city diva i will report back and maybe i don't know maybe we'll, it'll get in the book club unison i'll send you the copy all right julia sage um you didn't have a video but you brought some uh photos of some stuff you're uh promoting so you want to talk about those and why don't you have a video we need to do you a music video girl oh uh, we do i believe me I can't even get everybody on the same page to make a, the band picture that I need to make at this point. And I'm the photographer too. So it's like, come on guys. <laughs> anyway, we have a new drummer too. So I need to get him in there. Um, yeah. So I have a picture of the two covers of my two albums that I have out right now. Um, finally streaming from everywhere. Yay. <laughs> and um, I have two artists now. I have my Julia Sage one just for my solo stuff and for whatever I recorded before I recorded with the band and then my Julia Sage and the Battle of this. So we have the Desnuda album with the guys, which means naked. It doesn't really mean naked, naked. It means naked as in putting it all out there. Although I am naked on the cover. But <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the other one is from the songs that I wrote, um, some of the songs that I wrote during Corona lockdown which basically got called midnight songs in the time of corona because i was writing very late at night because it was the only time that i had my quiet and my peace to be able to write 
All right. Awesome. Love it. Well, we will work on a video for you. Joseph Barrett yes, is going to be doing um, uh, some help helping Calamity with uh, a video out in the high desert. Um, oh, that sounds awesome. Dude, I know. We're so super excited. Um, Joseph, um, you, brought you brought a music video from someone. Tell us about this one. Well, this is uh, by our friend uh, Joshua. Uh, and I always say his last name wrong. Kirsten. Um, and this is something you recorded at my cabin in Wonder Valley, uh, in a very special location in Wonder Valley. It has no roof. It has no windows. Uh, it's just out there. And it's just a beautiful the reason I picked it is because it kind of reminded me of where we're at now in the, with the pandemic and all that. We're, it's like we're in a special place. It's a peaceful place, but not, no one really knows which way to go or which things, what's coming and you know, it's an unpredictable place. And for some reason, when I was looking at the video, I went, that's exactly how I feel, is the way this video looks. It's a very simple video. It's just him sitting there singing the song. So that's what I brought. Where were you? Where does the mind go? wanders away, which is the greater part, what's gone or what remains, what about the people that pass away, the mind is a standing waveform in a field that fades away. Love it. I love the visuals. I Joshua, um, I ran into him the other day at Fun Burst Junction, and it was the first time I had met him in person. And so I asked him about his last name because I said, is it Kirstead? And he said, no, I'm not cursed. It's Kirstead. So that's how you can remember it. He's not cursed. He's cursed. Anyway, thank you for sharing that, Joseph. Good job. Grant Bentley. What video will you be sharing with us today? Uh, well, you know, I don't have a videographer like Joseph. Uh, one of these days I am going to pay for him, though, because uh, he deserves support. And, uh, you know, the reason why you pay people for their expertise is not what they're doing today. is all the experience they've gathered over the last 40 years. And that's why you pay him what you pay him for every hour of their time. I totally understand that. Um, but before I get to Joseph, I guerrilla videoed myself at my local supermarket store to support my uh, coronavirus song, Aisle 23. <laughs> and you'll get an idea of what I was going through when I found that aisle of greeting cards that made me feel more close to the human population when I could hardly be with them. So that's the video I've got for you. I might even smile behind my duplai mask Parties are forbidden, how long can all this last? Daughter-in-law, nephew, a friend I made it work For sympathy, a thank you for when I've been a jerk Romantic, funny birthday, sappy to absurd Oh, a short return to normalcy Reading, greeting cards, staring back at me as I have ever seen All of my relations Neatly organized In aisle 23 Aisle 23 I have been that card Waiting for someone to care Sometimes it's hard Knowing that I can't be there
Awesome. I love that. So Unison, tell me about your declutter happy hour. Okay. So I love helping people again, like declutter their lives, take the physical things they have out to create more space, right? For creativity, for just relaxation, anything. And the decluttering happy hour came about because I was like, Hey, it's the pandemic right now where, you know, it has been, and we're all in our own space, but you're in your own space anyway. So for an hour a month, I jump on zoom for free and, um, I invite all anyone who wants to come and you pick one manageable chunk that you would like to declutter, whether it's your record collection. I know that might not be little, but, um, you know, your, your top junk drawer, your desk drawer, your underwear drawer, one little manageable chunk. And together we declutter it. If you have any questions for me, we do it together. Um, and I just, I want to help as many people as I can get started somewhere in that decluttering process. And it really came about because I wanted to create a business that I absolutely love. I happen to love drinking cocktails, right? Happy hour. And I love like sitting in my, my pajamas. So why not like make a business that you love? So yeah. So I invite people in, um, once a month, it's normally the third Monday, um, night of the month after my kids go to bed and, um, yeah, we just sit around for an hour and declutter. I also find that doing it in a group, um, creates, uh, accountability and just like help. And it's a lot more fun than doing anything alone. And, um, everyone's invited, you know, that sounds like a country song. I love drinking, but it don't love me. <laughs> That's true. The next morning is really hard. Sometimes I'll tell I you think that. There, I'm pretty sure there already is a song like that. That is amazing. You know, I love that. And I have yet to, um, uh, to join you during one, but I, I, I can't wait to do that. Cause I, I just love your presence. Uh, even, I mean, in real life, it's amazing, but even on zoom, like you just, you make, it's warm and friendly and you're full of information and enjoy about what you do. And I just love that. So thank you. Well, cool. we see in others, what we have in ourselves. So there you go. Uh, nice. All right. Well, we will check that out and um, be sure and spread the word about that. Um, happy Ron. I wanted to talk to you about your streaming and is that something that you will always continue doing because it's such a, a big part of, of your performance. Now you've got it down to a science and, and. Yeah. Um, ever, ever since the pandemic started, I've tried to do a, a live stream on Facebook live and then other platforms at seven o'clock on, on Monday, seven o'clock Pacific time. And I found hours about what I can handle with my disability and everything. So I just play for an hour or so with Paul uh, when I've been helping out Carla traveling around, we've been, going to open mics and doing it live. So I might just do three or four songs in open mic stream. So it's pretty much every every week. And uh, Paul and I have grown really, really tight as performers. It's really nice because he's, I do the, I do the, I'll just play a song and say, he'll do the, he'll do all the fancy, fancy play. And I just play the same chord for a minute and let him do the hard work. So it's a great way because I mean, most, most performers who aren't professionals are kind of starved for, you know, we want to perform more than we actually get an opportunity to. So uh, after about an hour, I'm pretty much done. I've got all the, uh, it's hard for me to sit up that long and stuff, but I can do an hour and then I, I, I feel like I've done my, my performing for the week or the, or the day at least. Absolutely. I love it. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you're doing that. And I, of course, nothing beats playing for real breathing people in 3d, but or would that be 4d? But um, yeah, I love, I love your, um, your, your, you got the stream thing down. So it's cool. Thank you. for sharing yeah, with us. Cool. Corey Feynman, I met just recently when he became a Patreon subscriber because of the interview in the UT press. Thank you, Carla Peterson. I mean, that that's just like the most beautiful thing right there ever. So I couldn't wait to get to know you. Uh, I searched for you on the Facebook and, and then reached out to you and, um, and, we talked about it earlier, so we won't go into it, but you used to work with Matt Sylvia at mp3.com, which I think is just so funny and cool and the, the world working its magic. But anyway, I wanted to find out about, about you, your history, how you got into uh, becoming a writer. Uh, yeah, I, um, I started out wanting to be a rock star, I guess. 
uh, out of high school, I moved to Los Angeles with a couple of my buddies, my brother who was a drummer and our bass player who was a uh, high school friend. <clears throat> and we, uh, that was the punk new wave era. So we played up there for about three, four years. <clears throat> that band fell apart. I went back and finished college, moved back to San Diego. I started working at the uh, Old Globe Theater as a uh, sound uh, guy and sound designer. And then I decided to get another band together <clears throat> with my brother. He came back to San Diego and we had that band Bad Dog here in San Diego for about six or seven years, I think. And then that fell apart. And so I went back to college again. I have this little joke that when I uh, when my bands fall apart, I just go back to college. So if I ever have if I ever have another band, I'm going to get a PhD. Um, but uh, while I was I, I then <clears throat> got into the Internet stuff through my through my education and stuff, and they ended up working at MP3.com and uh, knew a lot of really cool people. It was a, just the coolest job in the world for a couple of years. Then we kind of got taken over by the corporate powers that be. And um, my job got less interesting. It wasn't as much fun. And I didn't have a creative outlet. I'd had a more creative outlet with the job. And so I had this thought about a mystery novel with a guitar playing detective. Didn't know exactly what that would be. But uh, to give myself a little you know, boost in the day, I would take my lunch breaks and write longhand in a book, just notes and ideas about this book, what, who the guy might be, what he does, what the plot might be. And then eventually I managed to put the whole book together. And once I'd done one, I had to do more. So that's, that's kind of how it ended up. I, I just enjoy doing it. You're that is amazing. I love that. And you self-published and, and what was that process like? Yeah, I've, I've done both. Um, I self-published the first one because um, I'd sent it out. I didn't get a great response. Um, and the self-publishing thing was just started. You know, it's, it's improved so much in the last uh, 15 years, you know, what you can do with it. So I tried that out. Um, and then after my second book, which I also did, I got picked up by a publisher because um, I can't remember, they, they saw a review somewhere and were interested, which that rarely happens, but it was nice. Uh, they were actually in England. I got published by a company in England. Um, that was the third book, The Desert City Diva. Um, I found out they weren't particularly better at promoting it than I was. <laughs> um, and they, we kind of came to a parting of the ways with the fourth one. And then I started working with a woman here in town, <clears throat> uh, Constellation Press, which is a little bit more of a hybrid. You know, she does some of the work for me. It's still kind of like self-publishing, but I have help, which is great. Um, and, uh, so that's been the kind of progression and I don't know, I've got a couple books I'm still sending to agents, but the self-publishing works fine too. Very cool. Absolutely. In today's day and age and distribution, even self-distribution. Yeah. It's pretty easy. Well, thank you, Corey. It's so nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Julia Sage. <laughs> I want to talk about your new album. Tell me yes. everything about it. Oh, geez. Including, well... <laughs> let's, well, actually, let's start with the artwork. The artwork. Okay, so I had this idea a long, long time ago, and I asked my friend to uh, click the shutter for me. <laughs> um, it's just the idea that when you write songs, you are putting such a raw, personal thing out there that it's like being naked in front of the world. You're not hiding anything. You're just like basically showing everybody your bad side, your good side, your sad side, your angry side, everything that you're thinking about and hoping that somebody gets something out of it. And since I'm a guitar player, I always had this idea that I want to be naked with my guitar because that's like my main instrument. So I asked my friend and I just used my couch and like lay there naked with my guitar, let him take a bunch of shots. Um, I would post it, I would tell him where to take it from. And he's got a good eye too, so that didn't hurt. So that was great. And then I just started like compiling little images that I wanted to put together for the album and I put it all together in Photoshop. It helps to know all that stuff, you know? It's like I basically do all the graphic design and all that stuff for the band, so. You did a great job, it's beautiful. Thank you. And where did you record the album? 
Uh, we recorded it with Christopher Hoffey yeah. at Chaos Recorders, which I freaking love. <laughs> we're just going there. This one was a little different. It's like we couldn't be all together in the same place just because of COVID and all that and people doing other stuff, um, even though I scheduled it like way in advance. Yeah. But it worked out like pretty well, I think. <laughs> Hopefully. Right. right. <laughs> it sounds great. Um he's an awesome producer so yeah and i love my band i just let them do whatever they want in the songs honestly i never tell them what to play or anything like that everybody's amazing so yeah i love it and uh we can hear it on all the platforms now yes yeah and i'm super excited about that because i've never had anything out on spotify or apple music or itunes or anything like that so i know i just the Listen Local show is finally on iTunes and Spotify for the first oh, time. Oh, that's so cool. Congratulations. Isn't it ridiculous that it never was? But I always asked for help. And then for some reason or another, because it was it just seems so overwhelming. But I finally did it. I did it myself. Yeah. Okay, that's what um, I was using too. Joseph, out Edge of Wilderness um, and your amazing team that you work with. Uh, and so. Well, Edge of the Wilderness is a um, project I started about a year after I moved up here. And the idea was to find a way to take some of the skills I'd learned in the film industry over almost 40 years in the film industry and pass them on to some uh, young people up here and, um, you know, stay keep my mind sharp by still um, having to think how to make music videos and how to make TV commercials, things like that. So that's kind of what we do. It's just kind of a non an organization that doesn't really make any money but we do make some cool cool videos from time to time we do a lot of drone stuff we do um uh we've probably done about 11 music videos up here since i've been here and um this, the crew i have is mainly comprised of uh, a woman named um rochelle skidmore who's who i call my number one because she knows the cameras better than I do even and um, she's great to have on set and because I'm sort of immobilized whenever there's anything with camera tracking or anything like that Rochelle becomes my legs and she does all the work so um, I get credit for a lot of photos but a lot of those photos man, I may have pushed the button but someone else had to, to get me to that point and up and all this so there's a lot involved it's not just me that does this stuff and the rest of my staff is they'll work on a project and it all fluctuates and i'm kind of hoping when i'm down in mexico to make some new connections down there uh with some long-term projects that i want to do down there i hope and i'll know more about that later but um that's kind of what we are, edge of the wilderness, because where are we? We're on the edge of the wilderness, literally. So um, that's, uh, that's my little group, yeah. Yeah. Grant Bentley, you are such an advocate and a helper and a lifter and um, an encourager. And I know that I joke sometimes about somehow putting that to good use in my world at listen local and we talked about that thing where people could send in their music and you would just give them a a general here's what i think about your song yeah well one of the things i've really enjoyed Catherine, is uh being a um a writer on quora i don't know if anybody's familiar with that social media platform it's q u o r a and if you go to Quora.com, it's basically a question and answer. And the idea is anybody can pose a question. This is worldwide. And it's, you know, organized by certain topics. And then people that feel like they are able to provide expertise and they have the credentials to back it up will provide answers. And of course, like any social media, you have upvotes and you have shares and you have the ability to gain um, credibility by the folks that have enjoyed hearing and listening to your your answers and reading them. And so um, on Quora, you know, uh, I've been doing this for the last three or four years as a singer-songwriter. I've uh, produced with my brother four independent uh, albums of 
my original music and I've been in bands. I've done gigs uh, in coffee shops. I've done musical theater, you know, was Professor Harold Hill and Music Man. So I did sing uh, You Got Trouble all the way through. <laughs> and uh, so there's a lot of good stuff that that I've experienced in my life. And at this point, I feel like, as you say, giving back and providing, you know, my opinion, uh, such as it is, it has value. I know it has value. So I've been able to really enjoy Quora as a forum to get those points across. And so, you know, there was a one I just answered recently, something like, um, when when does a singer know that uh, that their voice is failing? And uh, you know the way I approached that was well, every uh, every performer kind of knows when their physical attributes are starting to wane. You know the intonation is is going. There's a little bit of cracking sometimes. Um, the high notes don't come as easily, and maybe your swagger uh, is 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 not there anymore and that uh you know the swagger of a performer saying i can do this in my sleep like adele has that right now um but you know what doesn't wane is the ability to touch people with your craft and uh folks that are in 60s or 70s or 80s i have seen people that are able to bring it uh even now because they're able to use that vulnerability uh use that thinness in their voice to their advantage and uh you know, the other thing about any performer is they have both talent and they have taste. They're not going to be in this business or this pursuit uh, if if they don't have both of those. And uh, Paul McCartney, you know, uh, Bob Dylan, all these folks have incredible taste and they wouldn't be putting stuff out right now if they didn't feel it met their standards in terms of the taste. Right. And when those voices are finally stilled, it's because they themselves have feel that they've said what they wanted to say and tastefully they couldn't really produce a product that really meets their high standards. So, you know, that's the way it's going to be for me. I'm still in my sixties, but barely hanging on. And I think my voice still sounds pretty good, but when I don't think it sounds good enough for me anymore to bring the emotion, then I'll figure out some other way of expressing myself besides being the, the guy with the microphone. Um, so yeah, uh, Michael uh, DeLuca and I, you know, we we kind of chum around. He's physically close enough to me for us to hang out together. We would love to be able to provide that sort of feedback uh, as singer-songwriters, both of us ourselves having done a lot of stuff. Um, whatever we can do to help those coming up or coming along, uh, we'd be happy to do that. Nice. Uh, you can reach me at uh, grantbentley.com. Uh, I have my uh, music there. I have a little bit about me there. And uh, you can leave a message if you'd like to uh, connect and or go through a listen local, of course. Nice. Yeah, thanks for the heads up on Quora. I've never heard of that. So that's going to be interesting to check out. Thank you so much, Grant. You're welcome. Okay, Unison, this is our final round of questions. And you've got you've all gotten them right so far. So congratulations on I'll move on to the final round. Okay, yeah. good. Uh, the final round is basically um, to tell me what you have coming up. Um, promote any events that you have coming up or share any plans you have, any endeavors, anything new you're gonna tackle, anything, and then to let us know where we can find you on the interwebs. Okay, great. So coming up at the end of February, we are going to have another um, round of the songwriting book club. And we are doing a book called The Manual for Cleaning Women. And um, it's a snarky, dark book on um, with short stories. So if you are not really a big reader, just read one, one story and um, come join us. Actually, I think Michael DeLuca is... Um, is in the book club with me. So Grant, ask him, ask him about it. And um, Corey, we would love to feature one of your books this year. I have not done any of the picks for 2022. So definitely, if you guys would, um, I'm on Facebook, Unison Colthurst, and um, I'm friends with Catherine. So I'm probably the only Unison. So um, that's it. And um, yeah, that's at the end of February. Um, 
And then yeah, monthly I do my decluttering happy hours. So please friend me on Facebook and send me a message and we'll, we'll get in touch about, I love Grant, how you were just talking about how, you know, uplifting other artists and, um, and things like that. I love to do that too. So those are the things I have on my upcoming list. Beautiful. Thank you, Unison. Ray of sunshine. Happy Ron, what's on your horizon and where can we find you? You can find me under Happy Ron, one word on YouTube, Facebook, book, Twitter, uh, MySpace, mp3.com, all, 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 your, all your finer music places. And I still do my, my weekly show, 7 o'clock on Mondays. I, I try and do something, whether it's on, I'm on a trip or whether I'm with Paul or whether I'm by myself. And you can expect to be hearing a couple new songs. So I'm starting to write songs again just this week after a six-month break. So pretty much Happy Run is everywhere. That's good news. Awesome. Very glad to hear that. Corey? Uh, yeah, let's see. I uh, have a website, CoreyLynnFayman.com. Also, SunburnedFedora.com. They take you to the same place, so it's, it's my website. Um, I'm working on the fifth Raleigh Waters book. Um, another book I have out to agents right now is a historical novel set in La Jolla in the 1950s. That includes J. Edgar Hoover, Raymond Chandler, and Zsa Zsa Gabor. So who knows what you're going to get with that. Nice. Um, so hopefully that one will be published. Uh, the other fun project I'm working on, on in town, I don't know the title of it, but <clears throat> I'm working with visual artists in town, and it's kind of like the old game Telephone. We write, <clears throat> the writers come up with three lines, hand it off to the painters. The painters do a, write a painting or a work of art based on that. Then we, right, then we see the painting. We don't see the painting that we inspired, though. We see somebody else's painting. We write up, you know, a few more lines, and then they do one more round of painting. So it, it's really a fun project. I think, it, I think it's going to be at the library downtown in in fall. So still a little ways off on that one. Amazing. Yeah. I think I've heard of that. My friend Lizzie Wan was part of that with poetry. Oh, okay. It's inspired by painting and then they kind of do a round robin of everybody's. And I love that. I love Yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Inspiring other art. It's just so perfect. Julia, what do you have coming up, babe? Let's see. I have a show on the 16th of this month at Sycamore Den in Norma Heights, 6 p.m. Um, opening a show for somebody else, uh, just solo, and trying to find a COVID-proof venue to do the album release. I am not having very much luck with that right now, but um, eventually it's going to happen. Yeah, COVID-proof, I know. <laughs> yeah, not COVID-safe, because that sounds like I'm making safe COVID. No, yeah, COVID-proof. <laughs> So um, the main one that I use for promoting is uh, Instagram. It's the Julia Sage, and we also have juliasage.com, and that's probably the best place to find us. Yeah. <laughs> and can we find pictures of you skating there? Uh, videos <laughs> of me falling on my butt too. Yeah, it's. Great. I love it. I love the resurgence of skating and best antidepressant ever i'm telling you everybody should be doing it if you are able to <laughs> uh, i love it i wish i still could there's no way i would hurt myself so bad that's what i used to say though <laughs> uh, um all right joseph uh are you taking a road trip soon in that new car of yours uh, yeah i was the uh recipient well of a uh, very nice uh, disabled vehicle that I have been immobilized uh, until a um, combination of that and a power chair that was given to me by the Veterans Administration. And so now I'm able to go just about anywhere, you know. And um, I mean, I've actually been going out to community events, which is something I never do, but I have because I'm able to get there and back, which has been kind of neat. But my big trip is what's really important. And it's because I have this chair and this van. Um, I'm going to be doing a cross-country trip from um, starting in Gilmer, Texas, and then working down to um, Quintana Roo, um, across to Oaxaca, to Mexico City, then to Loreto, and finally just getting wasted in San Felipe and then coming back. So it'll, it'll be probably a, at least a month long trip. 
I'm so excited to do it. I, I know Mexico fairly well, um, but to really go there and experience it, and it's a photo journey. I'm just going to be photographing people the whole way. I'm not so interested in the pyramids as I am the people who live near the pyramids, you know, so well, hopefully it'll be, hopefully I'll come back with a photo show. Yay. Yeah. I love it. That's beautiful, Joe. And thank you for your service. Um, and then uh, where can we find all of your work? Uh, where can we find you online? Well, there's a lot of them on Instagram. It's my name, Joseph Wayne Barrett, all one word. And then on the same on YouTube, I have a channel of all kinds of videos on it. Awesome. All right. We'll send people there. Thank you so much. Grant Bentley, what do you have coming up in the future that you can share with the people? Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to stay in the San Diego songwriter scene and uh, make sure that we are supporting each other. If we're going to have to do it through Zoom boxes, so be it. Uh, but I would like to get out there and uh, do some live gigging. Uh, right now, I'm working on uh, video treatments of my songs because I think that's a great way of having people digest the storylines. And so I've I've got a YouTube channel that you can find. Um, Grant, in fact, I've got two different YouTube channels. Uh, you found one of them, which is Grant Bentley. That's when I'm a consumer, but I also have a kind of a a shady one, Grant Bent, when I'm uh, I think I have a silhouette, you know, so I, there was like thought in my mind that I would be a mysterious songwriter type guy. And so <laughs> I created this silhouette sort of version, which has a lot of my other music. And um, so there's actually two YouTube channels that, that I run that have a lot of my video uh, music videos. And you can reach those from grantbentley.com. And that's Grant like the general, Bentley like the car, L-E-Y. And I look forward to spending more time with my my friends in music. Yay, Grant. We can't wait to have you back to the songwriter sleepover. Thank you guys so much. And thanks to our subscribers and sponsors for making this show possible. Grant Bentley and Corey among them. Uh, and um, we'll see you guys next time.